Hello and welcome to Ribbon Tie Dreams with Miss Gina, a queer as fuck podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by Lady Lay's Tainted Nightmare, The Spellbound Season, sponsored by Ending HIV and Body Effects. To help end new HIV transmissions and stigma in New Zealand, text SPELLBOUND to 849 to donate $3 to the New Zealand AIDS Foundation. In this episode, I will be talking to Lady Lay about the origins of her drag, acting career, time on TVNZ's reality show House of Drag, and this tea. But me, Lola, and Hugo knew that other people had new stuff. We also answer some fan questions from Instagram. Trigger warning, one of the questions does discuss drug-related rape stories. Please feel free to skip this segment. Also not the biggest Gaga fan. Uh, 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 Is that a hmm. trigger moment for people? Gay card revoked. So, sitting next to me is quite the woman. Woman! Man! Thing! They! Alien. Alien. More, more so an alien or an androgynous woman. Androgynous is that I a- mean, no. Leighton's a man. Leighton's your boy name. Leighton's my boy name, yeah. He's a bloke? Oh, uh, my car says so. Yeah. I've got a boy racer car. It looks more boy racer because I crashed it and now it's got a matte black bonnet. Is it like how they have the carbon fiber like bonnets, like in like yeah. a Need for Speed? Yeah, or like Fast for... and Furious. But al- although in Fast and Furious Two, I do want to be that girl with the pink car in the beginning. So hot! I yeah. think that's the first time I was like, maybe I'm bisexual. Oh, yeah. I'm not bisexual. Are you fully lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> I'm. F- are you? I'm a gay man. You're a gay man. Lady's a character, so if nothing's like scripted, really, then I'd be Leighton. Right. Like every all of my um, confessionals in House of Drag, like weren't Lady. Yeah. And like basically the only time you saw Lady was on the stage. Yeah. If you think about it. How did Lady come about? Well, I started with makeup way back when I started working at Spookers, mm. um, and I was a scare person there, so I was doing like. Fuck. Scary Those poor people. Scary. I would have been scared shitless. My my you. poor voice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Screaming so much was not quaint on the vocals. Not quaint. Uh, not quaint at all. No. Um, who was your character? Who were you? The scary. What? We were we were different characters every time. Okay. So there was time that I got to be on the chainsaw. Mm-hmm. Um, the chainsaw was always fun. Um, See, we, I've never gone to spookers. What? I, I have a phobia of being afraid. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel uncomfortable if I don't know if I'm not in control of what's happening around me. That's fair. So it's 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 the same kind of I don't think it must be But you are in control at Spookers because so you can say stop. Safe word. Stop. Yeah. Like I don't like roller coasters or fear rides because it's like I'm locked in and I I don't even like flying or like little things like that. I just need to be in control. So when there's like there could be a scare coming up, I'm like, it's out of my control when it's know. gonna happen. I kind of like that because, like... Because some people love it. Some people love the scare. Love yeah. It. It's like a thrill. For me, it's not. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I've watched so many horror films that, like, n- none really scare me anymore. Oh. Things that scare me are quite quaint. You know? I saw um, Conjuring 2 in the movies, and that was Ugh. so scary. Vom. 
I cannot stand the entire Conjuring like <laughs> See, I, if there's a horror movie with a storyline, yes, God, thank you. But if there's a horror movie that's like woman or black person gets killed first, gruesome weird guy, blood and guts, it's like where is the story? <laughs> well, see, I feel like there is a story in like some of those some, though. Yeah. Like strangely enough, Saw has a really good story. Oh uh, yeah. If you watch see, every, every single every single film, I mean, to get 50 the story now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Quaint. Where did that come from? My Who dad, did you steal that from? My dad. Your dad? Yeah, so my dad Oh my god, was, was your dad a drag queen? I'm ready for this. My dad's not a drag queen. Oh, he's just it. a homo. He's not a homo, but he's ADHD. Yes. He would he would always say quaint, and then I started uh-huh. saying it ironically because it was fucking me off. That happens with a lot of saying, phrases. Yeah. It happened with yas gaga. It did, And yeah. now all the bloody guys say yas. Work. Even like that, work. Work. Like, works, <laughs> just like, work. Okay. <laughs> wig? Did you say wig? And now we say it all the time, like, wig, okay. I hate that. I hate it too. And I still, when I say it, I still hate it. Whereas like, yes, it's like, yes, that's vocabulary now. Yeah. But But like, I don't like Katy Perry. Yeah, not a fan either. Oh, her new song came out today. Yeah, I'm not a fan. (laughs) It's not. It's nice. It's nice. Um, As a little monster, we're meant to hate Katy Cats. Um, But no. Also not the biggest Gaga fan. Oh, is that a trigger hmm. moment for people? Gay card revoked. Um, <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. Um, who's Okay, this is a question that I ask a lot of people who I like meet for the first time at a party or I want to know a little bit more about them. Yes. Who is your pop queen? Who is your number one diva in the world? Who's that? Well, see, it's difficult because when I was younger, it definitely would have been like Britney or yes. Hilary Duff. Oh, yeah. Like... You've got like the... The Chanel and the Walmart version there. But anyway, continue. Hilary Duff is not the Walmart version. Hilary Duff has recently started singing live. (laughs) Okay, something... Oh, no, Britney sang live, like, once or twice in her career. Yeah. Every time a jab. No, she didn't sing that live. You could hear her breathing. Yeah, it was pre-record. You can pre-record, like, live-sounding things. I know that. (laughs) (laughs) As someone who has sung live... (laughs) Multiple times. (laughs) So Britney and Hillary when I was younger. Cool. And I still love their music. Mm. But I'm definitely a Lana Del Rey fan. Interesting. Yeah, Lana Del Rey is is my Jesus. She she was, oh yeah. She was that queen, that that alternative hipster kind of vibe queen that came out with uh, video games. Just out Mm -hmm. of nowhere. Born to Die was the first one that I heard from her. And on the day that I heard it, I like recorded a cover of it. Nice. I recorded a cover of video games that I put up on YouTube, actually. Yeah. Yeah. My Born to Die cover is now no longer on YouTube. Neither is mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know if any... Oh, actually, no, my, some of my Lana Del Rey covers are still on there. Oh. When I was, like, 15. Wow. Oh, yeah. Okay, so that's why she was your queen, because you were at that age where you were listening to pop radio or, like, you were on the internet, like, who's the next thing, like... You know how sort of cultures sort of come in those waves and every yeah. now and again, depending on what age bracket you are, there is that sort of queen that is rising at the time? Yes, I can feel that. Yeah. Well, I also did or, really like a lot of pop around the time when I was liking Lana. Like mm. Lana was never like pop, but... It's called Baroque pop. <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> um, I don't know, but it's technically a, a term. Baroque pop. Yeah, it's it sounds like, a like Baroque. Thing. No, because Baroque is like music that you're meant to listen to when you're studying. It's got oh. like a certain. As is a it, musician, I don't know. That's is it a certain God. beat per minute or something? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know, but it's like a particular thing, and it's then sort of 
matches maybe your heart rate or like the just sort of get you into a nice I actually have no fucking clue. Okay. I'm just Sorry. guessing it's like <laughs> like how meditation or like music that like patterns the way that your body should be. Like, I don't know, I'm also a skeptic, so like Okay. Yes. I, I don't know sure. whether meditation like would pattern my body. Pattern <laughs> my body, why don't you? Honey. Come oh, through fabulous. meditation, pattern my body. So Lady was born just after the makeup stage of Spookers? Um, no. So like I was more focused on my acting after I left Spookers and I Yes, you're an actor. I am an a actor. Yes, I got my first profession. Okay, searching for a <laughs> store. Um, Siri, I'm in the middle of interviewing someone. Don't fucking come for me, okay? Oh god. Continue. Um, no, I got my first professional acting gig my first year out of high school. Oh my god, you're an extra in Shortland Street, right? Or you no, had like I a was role? A, I was had a role, yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. Um, let me say that again, because I've been an extra in Shortland Street. Um, I wait. haven't. You've had a role in Shortland Street, haven't you? <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I have. I don't know. It's weird though, because it was a it was a problematic role. Who did you play? I played a guy who was friends with this cool guy who would like film drunk girls, Is- and then. He eventually set me up to light a trans boy on fire. Whoa. And I threw the, my character threw the lighter fluid on the trans boy and then he whipped up the lighter and I was like, no, don't do that. And then I saved the trans boy and accidentally set myself on fire. So that was quaint. Did you die? Did your character die? No, he okay. just got second to third degree burns on the arm. Oh, just casually. Just casually. Also... What is happening on Shortland Street? What is, I don't know. That why was are years people ago. burning people? Because, let's be real, kids do do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> kids oh, are Oh, because they're trying to be relatable, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay, right. They take, like, the worst things that happen in the world and make them all happen in one fucking space. I think you mean space. just New Zealand. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're just like, what happens in small town New Zealand? Let's make that happen in Ferndale, yes. a suburb in a big city. Because it's kind of the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please don't sue us. Um, South Pacific South pictures. South Pacific pictures. We stand. They, they, they we stand. Do, do we have to say that for them to not sue us? Yeah, we stand. After I had acted for like professionally for a few years, which I, I still do, I just noticed a lot that roles weren't there. Yeah. And I had started using, doing drag makeup. Like watching Jeffree Star videos oh, and stuff. Oh my god, yeah. And um, welcome I, back to my channel. Back. Um, <laughs> you did him for Snatch Game. I did recently, do Jeffree for Snatch Game. Snatch Game in Auckland and um, Wellington. And Wellington. <gasps> Amazing. Yes. You were so good. Sis. Oh, thank you. Honestly, what a look. <laughs> it, was, it was. It was a look. I got it. I don't know what I'm going to use a nude tracksuit for ever again. Get creative. Get creative. So Lady Lay, the name, how did you come up with that name? My name is Leighton. Oh, right. <laughs> um, and got it. I, got it. Okay. Um, and you're like, I'm going to be a lady. Yeah. Well, it's kind of also a dog-ish name. Like you'd call a dog lady. Mm. Like on Game of Thrones, the um, the direwolf that <gasps> um, dies first is called yes. lady. Like because I get called lady or like lady boy. Oh, um, yeah. I got called lady boy sometimes. Oh. <laughs> For a completely different reason. Right, but, right, um, yeah. Yeah, hello, ladyboy. Hello, ladyboy. Um, <laughs> oh, can we say that? Is that... I'm pretty sure I can say that. 
I can't say it, can I? Probably not. I'm sorry. I give you permission for that little bit. I'm sorry. I've already said problematic things on international television, <gasps> so I shouldn't. What did you say that was problematic on international television? Oh, so on House of Drag. Who? <laughs> <laughs> sorry, come again. Um, um, House of Drag season two is casting now. Go, go. Apply yourself. Apply yourself. It's going to be my new saying. <laughs> apply yourself. Someone's doing shit at work. Um, can you please, like, apply yourself? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <sighs> there was an acting challenge on House of Drag, and we had to impersonate Kida and Anita. And if anyone knows Kida and Anita, they always make fun of Anita's character being Jewish. Yes. We had to get some Jewish jokes in there because we were being honest to the characters yeah, we were. Yeah. I, I don't personally have any Jewish jokes. I don't know where the joke came from, but it wasn't from me. <laughs> um, they're just like, your... say this. And I was like, okay. Um, Who said say this? I don't know. That's the thing. Or oh, maybe I do voice. know and I'm just not yeah. saying it so that I don't put them under the bus. Oh, okay. <laughs> Work. Sorry, just trying to get some tea for all those House of Grey <laughs> fans listening. I'm trying my best, guys. But yeah, and once I had my name, Lady, I had been to Drag Wars and I was like... As a spectator? As a spectator. Cool. I, voted, first... I voted for you. <gasps> Which... In what show? Um, what did one, I perform? The one right before you performed Jacinda. Oh, was that the first time you saw me? Like performing yeah. drag? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm glad you saw me doing that. Because, A, I was performing Sheer Woman's World, which I've performed like f- seven times in total now. <laughs> uh, it, it is my go-to drag song, um, especially because it's Ribena's favourite as well. Whenever Ribena wanted me to perform at Family... Uh, she would text me, but, hey, Fawny. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hello, my little kitten. Um, <laughs> she'd be like, perform the sure number. Do the sure one. Yeah, my mum says sure, sure. as like, well. Do the sure one. You know, the one, the, the woman. Yeah, okay. So I'd always perform that one. Oh, yeah. Um, so I performed that. And then, yeah, the Jacinda one, it popped off. Like, I, I knew it would be kind of like, it was topical. It was risky doing politics and drag. But I always think drag is political. Why not? It is. Yeah. I was in the Herald and then I ended up performing at a couple of other events. One was the NZ Me Rainbow Tick, um, mm-hmm. which, um, anyway, that's another topic. Um, oh, did that not go well? No, just the whole Rainbow Tick thing. What about it? So all those corporates that have sort of pulled out of like the parade and stuff, a lot of them oh, had right, the Rainbow they... Tick mm-hmm. and now they're kind of like, oh, no. And it's like, so you don't want to support? Yeah, anyway, you know what I mean? I mean, you people know? don't want to admit that they actually are still homophobic and that there's like still so many issues surrounding the lgbtqia plus community abcd oh my god you can't oh we can say that because we're not straight it's Um, fine (laughs) (laughs) and Um, also anika moore said it so that was an anika moore (laughs) reference if you have watched unleashed on tvnz it's really good also on tvnz on demand is house of drag Uh Um, i think that everyone should watch house of drag it's okay um, and get fucked. Get fucked. Yeah, and I decided to go into Drag Wars and I won. So your first time in Drag Wars? My first time performing in drag. <gasps> in drag. And yeah. you won Drag Wars. Yeah. Bitch, I was performing for like a couple <laughs> of years. I had performed. I won when I, in my third time entering mm. Drag Wars. My first two were a bit rocky, so I see that. Yeah. Um, Girl, good on you. Yeah, I what? mean, I've been a... You know, I've been a performer for years on years on years. And I had been painting then for quite a few years as well. Yeah. 
And so, you know, just combining the two essentially. Cool. Yeah. Did you, uh, going back a few years, did you ever think you would end up being a drag queen? Honestly, I was always quite, I don't want to say scared of like the queer community, but like. Oh, I am. I've always, <laughs> <laughs> I've always been like, um, tentative or like nerve, I guess anxious is the right word. And yeah. around people in general, when I'm in a community that I want to be accepted in, it becomes so much more mm. an- anxietiness. Anxietiness, I feel that. Yeah. Wait, did you say wake? Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Joke. Joke. Um, so yeah, so for my first drag show, I got my friend Emma to help me out. They're a big supporter of mine. They helped me out with my entire outfit. It was like a reveal to a strap-on dildo. And... Way to show us what you've got. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, and it was two mini songs. Okay, compilation. Compilation, yeah. And I whipped out the deck to... Um, the way you shake it, I can't believe it. I have never seen an <laughs> ass like that. Oh, stunning. Well, you make my pee go. But oing doing doing and then I whipped to, it out. Um, <laughs> way to bring probably one of the most hetero songs into a drag show. Well Absolutely. Done. Well done. Well, yeah, and m- m- my gag is that everyone thought that I was a biological woman in drag <coughs> because I was wearing tartan, <laughs> or plaid, rather. I was wearing plaid and I had a strap on and they were like, oh, it's a lesbian performing in drag. Oh. And I was like, I mean, that was kind of like the zhuzh I was going for. Of course, ladies quite androgynous, but yeah. Yeah, I like it. Anyway. I've been told that I have too much estrogen before. <laughs> Yeah. Um, give me some. Unsolicit conversa- unsolicited conversations. Unsolicited conversations. I think that's a word. Hmm. Um, but, yeah, also I place my boobs in the right place on the body, which a lot yeah. of people can't do. So, so Yeah, well, same. <laughs> I've got a bit of fat now there. Yeah. So I can give myself natural-looking cleavage. So I wonder how many people in the audience think I'm a biological woman, a um, hyper queen on stage. You are a hyper queen. I am? Because you're a trans woman. Do you, do you reckon is that how it works? That's <laughs> absolutely how it works. Like I, because still... hyper came into um, conversation because the term bio um, didn't include it. Them. Didn't include trans. Yeah. Women. See, I I would still just consider myself a drag queen. What you can. Yeah. because uh, where gender comes into it with me, I'm still sort of figuring it out. But like, I'm on the the side of I'm really comfortable with admitting that my sex is male. Yeah. It still is, and probably will be. I'm not yeah. looking in for surgeries. Well, and I mean stuff. that's a so that's, that's a biological exactly. Thing, right? So for me, that's the bio side of it. Like yeah. biologically, I am a male. Gender, I am quite feminine. Yeah. Um, but funny, I actually mentioned today at work to someone. I was like, even though I'm like trans woman and stuff, like I'm kind of a tomboy trans woman. Like I feel like some like I may put on a feminine thing, but I'm still kind of like. Yeah, down. well, I mean, like, it, it, you know, I'm not like, it's up to you. I'm not How like a pretty, pr- like, I don't, I'm kind of like, I'll be casual and it's yes. all over the bloody place. Tickets are live for Lady Lay's Tainted Nightmare this Spellbound season on February 21st, 22nd, and 23rd at Tapap. I've got five drag artists to create two numbers each that embody the themes of magic and horror for your entertainment. You can book the tickets at Auckland Fringe's website or at the Tapac website. We solemnly swear that we are up to no good. And we're back. Um, <laughs> Kia ora. So you... We're in a show. 
a TVNZ on demand Stop reality it. show called House of Drag. Tell me about that. I actually knew about it since last June. The producer had seen me in a show and spoke to me after the show. You got scouted. Yeah, well, we all got scouted. Everyone. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't, obviously. <laughs> Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, sis. <laughs> <laughs> Love ya. Season two, though. Season two. Spending. Season two. Or we'll season see. three. We'll see. Do you stuff? Do you have a wig I can borrow? I've only got like two. Um, I actually have wigs I'm wanting to get rid of. I think. Oh, okay. Because I fucked up the hairline. Because mm, we I'd see that. Because <laughs> <laughs> on my um. Purple and my red wig, I dyed those. You had a red. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Cool. On my on the House of Drag promo with the mm. spider webs because that was my original. Oh, I loved them. Yeah, nice. they were fun to make. I mean, I put them on my top lashes though, <laughs> and my eyes just <laughs> fell, and I was like, okay, no, this is not the look. So they look good. really good on the bottom. So House of Drag. Yeah. How was that experience for you? What did you get out of it? What were the high points? What were the low points? The experience overall was fab. Yeah. I mean, because I try to be quite open with my emotions in general because it helps me to get over things quicker. I th- And I think that's something that's really important. Yeah. I think being able to open up and deal with things. Yeah. yeah. And so when I... Because I lasted the whole show. <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> top three. Top, top three. Ah, Woo! Spoiler alert! Second runner-up. Second um, place drag queen. No, I mean, I think it's stunning that Hugo um, won being the only drag king in the competition. And saying that, mm. that was an extreme point of difference in every single episode. So there wasn't much to compare to. Mm-hmm. I think it worked in his favour. Um, clearly. <laughs> You're like, bitch. <laughs> No, I love Hugo, though. I do, too. It was definitely a great experience. I got to meet some awesome people. Um, Did you make any friends in the house? Yeah. Um, people thought that me and Lola were super close before the show. Right. I'd met Lola, I think, twice. Ah, and cool. then um, we got a really good friendship from... Um, so <laughs> Losing. <laughs> oh, my God. From everyone else hating us. Um, from losing. <laughs> when we shot the second week's episode... I needed something to put my makeup on. And I was looking around everywhere and I was like, is there like a space by anyone? And like literally no one was responding to me. I was like, quaint. <laughs> this is the beginning of the day of the I'm fucked moment. <laughs> <gasps> okay, so you were feeling a lot. I was feeling and a not, lot of not hate. from anyone in particular, from no. just the vibe of what was just going Just the on. vibe. But also, of course, that would be my issues for being just an anxious person. Yeah. And probably reading the room wrong. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and then Lola was kind enough to let me share her bathroom. Oh, she's a sweetie. Yeah, I and we, we kicked off a really good friendship. And it's nice. really cool that we got so close on the show. What were the lows for you? <clears throat> and not just that episode. Um, something that wasn't included. Um, I mean, there's quite a lot of things that weren't included, really. We love editing. <laughs> <laughs> like this podcast is going to be... No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, so after I had called Bunny the fuck out um, in the rap challenge. Oh, my God. That was a great episode. Do you think? Yeah. And it was so entertaining. I felt that with the um, the comedy challenge as well, definitely. Also, the, the biggest gag about the comedy challenge is that me and Luna were like, let's be professional. We're not going to go on stage with our script. We're going to 
<laughs> we're gonna just remember it because we're professional famous drag queens. Um, oh yes, Luna's famous, right? Luna is famous. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Clearly, it didn't work out for the two of us. Right. You guys were in the bottom. We were. Episode? We okay. were in the bottom two. And Luna went home. Yeah. And I thought I was going to go home, and people so did weren't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Did you not actually? Did you not know? Because there were so many. Everyone knew stuff, which oh made God. me so mad. I'm. See, this is the thing. I'm so happy that I didn't get any spoilers. I didn't get one spoiler. Oh, so did you? Because if so, he, you would be shocked that I stayed every week. <laughs> like, when's she going? <laughs> she can't make it all the way. Surely. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm the same with anything. Like even Drag Race. Like mm. people are on Reddit. They're finding out who the top two mm. are when the even when the season is starting. I am so lucky. I don't go into that, and I'm very lucky that I didn't hear anything, especially because I'm friends, I'm friends with like half of the cast. Well, of yeah, Pastor that's Dre. right. And yeah. whenever someone would bring something up like, oh yeah, I know this. I'm like, stop, stop where you are right now. Don't talk about it anymore. I want to watch it and enjoy it as it comes and figure out, you know, see that the storyline happen. Yeah. That and I'm been, so happy that I did. That would have been a really cool way to watch it. Cause I yeah. know that so many people didn't. I know. And that's really sad. Hopefully it's a bit better with season two. Hopefully the people that get casted on, <laughs> like myself, uh, hi Amanda, um, <laughs> Uh, yeah, not gonna, cause it's, that's, it's like ruining the fun. It's like, well, imagine for me, it's like, okay, so like, imagine like heteros. <laughs> <laughs> what? Where? <laughs> get get, get away them away from, from me. From me. <laughs> imagine for one second, heteros showing up to a cricket match. Knowing <laughs> <laughs> what's gonna happen. <laughs> we already know that the black caps are gonna win. <laughs> I mean, I actually, I guess it's kind of like the all blacks. We know they're gonna win. Um, every time. I thought they have they lost, a, have few lost recently. a couple. Which, you know, finally, yay, they're only human. I don't know. I've never liked rugby. Oh my god, I love rugby. What? See, that's why I say I'm such a tomboy. Right. I, fucking, I stand rugby. <laughs> I'm disgusted. <laughs> Queer card revoked. Um, <laughs> it's like imagine if you went to a game and before going you could read up about it and you knew everything that was going to happen, who won which challenge. Like it's just where's the fun? The like the excitement. There were lots of things that were said because when people were eliminated. Yes. People obviously went home. They went home and they would be upset. And so obviously would have, like, crucified probably Mm. the rest of us and, like, shit was going round. Wasn't the quaintest time. But um, this is a fun thing. So fun things. Top three. um, It was only filmed once, but me, Lola, and Hugo knew that other people had new stuff. We made a pact that if anyone asked us about top three that we had filmed... Three separate endings. endings. I heard yeah. that. Did you hear that? Yes, from Lola. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> and early on was in a show with Lola, so I was speaking to her about it while the show was airing, mm. and she was like, she was surprised that I hadn't already heard any rumors, and I was right. like, no, I haven't. I don't. If someone tries to talk about it, I don't want to listen. Like, I want to watch the show. And she was like, oh, okay. Like, and I and I said to her, I was like, I really hope like you at least make top three. Like you, like I love you, and you're so good. Did it. She was like, oh yeah, well like. I think the top three was um, alternate endings, like <laughs> implying something. And I was like, oh, so you do make top three. <laughs> we had a plan that we were going to tell everyone that it was three separate endings filmed. I mean, quite... I believed it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm sure that people, once they watched it, would have realised that it wasn't. Because, like, mine and Lola's thing outside, like, they would not have filmed that with <laughs> three different options. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it also worked because me and Lola had, like, gotten a good friendship on the show yeah. and then like left together all hunky-dory i think sh- out of everyone not like i'm not 
throwing the others under the bus. But out of anyone, I feel like Lola is a really important person to have as a friend. She's mm. real generous and mm. she'll say it how it is as well. She, yeah. She'll be like that person that's like, that outfit looks really good on you. You look sexy. And also like, the fuck is that? Well, I've realized as well that there's like, because I've had some comments made from people who I know aren't as supportive as Lola. Yeah. Then they turn around and they're just like, oh, but it's just, it's just, you know, fun drag talk. And it's like, it's, it's not it's fun shade. when you're just shaming someone but, and like not yeah. actually supporting them. Yeah. Lola like actually helps out and supports. And yeah. Quite... She balances it out with the, yeah. yeah. I agree. I have heard through my crystal ball, because it talks to me. <clears throat> <laughs> you have a show coming up. What is that? It is Lady Lay's Tainted Nightmare, the Spellbound season. Tainted Nightmare is a show that I have created myself. It is in a theatrical space. It is five drag artists performing um, numbers that use their, that mix their own drag aesthetic with the themes of horror and the theme of the current season. And so we started off with the Christmas season last year. I love that. Yes, thank you. And yeah, now we're on to Spellbound. And it's exciting. Opens on the 21st and goes through to the 23rd at Tapac. So yeah, I'm in it. I'm really excited. Thank you for giving me this opportunity of to get course. all witchy. So I had no clue that Gina was getting into Wicca stuff Yeah, when I had asked her to be part of the Spellbound it season. It was very fitting and kind of like perfect timing. So I'd just been reading up about Wicca and like I've always like had a vibe about witchcraft that I liked, but yes. I've never really known much about it. And so I was like, I want to read up about it. And then I guess I'm incorporating that kind of vibe into my shows, my numbers. Yeah, which is cool. I'm so excited to do it. Yeah. So come along if you want. Um, yes. And we all have something different to show as well. Yeah, I think that's the five completely different performers. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Which I want to have with every season of Tainted Nightmare to make sure that everyone's... I guess I just want a range yeah. of performers. It's fun to have a range yeah. instead of, like, the sticking it to one thing. Yeah. Are there future shows already in your mind that you're wanting to do absolutely yeah. um, can you give us a hint of the next theme without because i mean that we haven't even done this one but yeah. like i definitely like the idea of should i say the theme that yeah i definitely oh my like God. <laughs> guys world exclusive you heard it here first on ribbon tied dreams miss gina's podcast go <laughs> i think that the next season will be Carnival themed. Oh, yeah, that's cool. Which I, I I think is really fun and like oh yeah, in a theater space you can have like rigging of like tarp like set as like a like a circus tent kind of thing. Yeah. Oh my god, and it would be like really fun this to like so deck cool. it out. Yeah. Oh my god. I mean, I'm not saying that I <laughs> would love to be in the next one because <laughs> um, I can't do carnival circusy tricks. But like me, I would totally rock up there and do Britney Spears circus. <laughs> um. I've definitely thought about, thought that, about myself. that number. <laughs> it, it is such a number. It's a bop. It is pop. <laughs> it is pop. Like I said, Britney is one of my one of my She was my queen. Stop it. And like she was she was my first queen. Yeah. So same. Baby One More Time, nineteen ninety nine. She recorded it in nineteen ninety eight. 
she was only 17 when it was released. Wow. Facts to facts, New Zealand. Um, <laughs> I was 10. And that's when I first started hearing, like, late 90s pop music and Britney came around and she was my yes. queen all through that, all early 2000s, sort of mid-2000s as well for a bit. Like, 2008 was when, like, Give Me More, her blackout yeah. era. Um, and then literally after that was, like, Gaga. Kind of went straight into Gaga. So what? for, like, a decent, almost an, a decade... Britney was the queen. I never went into Gaga, strangely mm. enough. I just... I don't know how I think everyone she came did. out at a time where it was becoming more acceptable to be different again. Kind of how back in the 80s when it happened mm. for a while, you had the Bowie and... Um, the Bowie. <laughs> you had the Bowie. Um, I guess, like, Boy George, mm. uh, Alton. You had those really iconic queer icons. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, Gaga was inspired by Bowie. Yeah, I mean that his, his Gaga comes from. Um, so it was kind of like this resurgence of like pop music had been sitting at this kind of like medium level, sort of a, a safe level. Like pop artists was safe for so long, and then Gaga was like, you know what, bam! And I think it was that that excitement of like dressing up weird and being a bit different. Yeah, I In guess I was trying to world. like hide my femininity at the time right. as well. Yeah, and like hide the gayness. So I was probably like, oof. No, fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) We're just going to have a look at earlier. Oh, do we have questions? Yeah, so earlier in the day, I put up on my Instagram story that we were going to be doing a podcast, and I have asked my fans. (laughs) We have a whopping amount of questions that have come in. Three. Oh no! Oh, stop it! They hate us. They don't care. They don't stand. Oh my god, they do though. They don't stand. I have the least amount of followers in House of Drag. Of course people stand. Really? I actually do. I check out on... I, I, let's I, not talk about let's that. Not. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to do this in an interesting order. 50 underscore shades of underscore J, who, mm-hmm. who's my flatmate, who's yeah. also been on this podcast, Hi. asks... This is a pretty, like, tea question. Is it? Yeah, it actually is. Opinions on families, family bar, I'm assuming, lack of acknowledgement to all the problems happening, tea emoji, tea emoji, or coffee emoji, but I think the gays use it as a tea. They do. I don't understand yeah. them using it as a tea I mean, a it does emoji. kind of look like black coffee, but it could be black tea. Black tea. Yeah. yeah. No, family's not quite, in my opinion. It, family's not quite. Do you agree? Yeah. I have noticed a change over the last couple of years, just mm-hmm. like, like years, you know. Um, I haven't found it safe there. Um, the only times I've actually gone there in recent recent months and i'm talking about like 12 months 16 months whatever yeah is to perform when i've been asked to perform there yeah or uh, i've been a little bit too drunk and i've been at a party where people are like come on let's go and i'm like oh i don't want to but i'm in a good mood so i want to keep the good mood up yeah i want to keep partying rather than going home at this level of drunkness (laughs) and every time i've gone as a patron I've been touched. I've been felt up. I've, you know, and it's just, it sucks that a woman going there is, I mean, as someone who hasn't experienced a lot of their lifetime as a female, yeah, I have, I've, it's only been recent years where I've noticed the way that males treat me now. Yeah. Especially straight males. Yeah, I've noticed a difference. And I, I actually was meaning to make a podcast on this, but at the end of last year, things got really busy. Yeah. Um, I did speak out about it for a bit after finding out there were a lot of drug-related rapes going on. Yeah. So I thought, sort of put it 
put it out there into the universe, like what's going on. It got really topical. A lot of people were talking about it. Um, there was one police report made and um, I think... I think it was stuff that actually did approach the family's manager for comment. And so there were articles made. And so it kind of, it felt like... Did the manager make a comment? He did. He kind of said that they do have cameras in place, which I've never seen a camera there. No, no, I've never seen security for, like, cameras around. Um, Saying that they're going to look into footage to see if they can see anything. And that there's only been one police report filed. And that's the only one they know of. But that's another thing, though, because people are so scared to... Yeah. Report things. Because they, they they don't care. Yeah. And yeah, so I, I am disappointed in family for not taking more steps, like getting the uh, certain straws that can detect spikings in drinks, apparently. That's are a there, thing. Are there a- things like that? Apparently. I've heard that that's a thing. Um, or having, like, systems in place where, like, you say something to the bar staff and they can, you know, help yeah. you out, get you a fine or whatever. Um, it's also, um, I would say, our an in, in issue that um, the community needs to learn to be more supportive of each other. Yeah. So that, you know, look look, look out for each other kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Like, just recently, after all this sort of came out, um, I've known a couple of people that have, that think they were drugged recently. Right. At family. Um, and they were helped out by their friends. Yeah. Woken up the next morning and gone. And they've like, what happened? Yeah. And... It isn't a case of saying, oh, you probably just drunk too much. Yeah. You know? And I hate that that's the dismissive <clears throat> It is dismissive. Yeah. And there's all the dismissiveness of, like, people being like, oh, but people go there to get drunk and mm. people this and this. And it's like, sort your shit out. Yeah. I hope family can do something about it. Yeah. I mean, there's... I mean, I, I don't know what they would do. No. But it, well, yeah. It, it's, also, it's also not, you know, I'm not a bar manager. Mm. And I feel like if you are, you should maybe learn what to do. I think so. Um, it's it's just not been very quaint in lots of areas. I'm one who's against the go-go boys. Right. I mean, I've just had one of them um, get quite awful with me one time and he wouldn't stop calling me faggot. And it uh, was really bizarre. Do you think that they're just literally like straight guys with a good body that get hired to work there? 100 percent yeah yeah no totally yeah um i would say that a queer space is a place for anyone yes but when they're hiring people who are choosing to harm um the queer community it's not cute that's horrible i've i've had friends who have been there recently and said that they've been called faggots by males there and they've kind of been too like confused to do anything about it because they're like it's confusing wait i'm this is a safe bar for me because I'm queer. Wait, did that? Who's that? Who's that guy? That what? Why did he call me a faggot? Mm. Wait, is he a straight person? Wait, what is he <laughs> doing here? You know, like who are these straight people that are going to a gay bar? Solely who, sorry, to sorry. Hurt people. Who are these homophobic yeah. straight people going to a gay bar? Because I've got straight friends. I know a lot of straight people that go there constantly. Yeah, but they they go there and they're allies. Yeah, where are these homophobic people coming from? Well, they're being hired. <laughs> yeah. So the tea is hot tonight, guys. Okay, we're moving on to the next question. Mm. So if anyone um, <laughs> didn't like what I said or didn't like how I responded, please message me and tell me what I did wrong because that was a serious topic and I feel I, I would feel bad if someone's yeah harmed by what I said or how yeah, I mentioned absolutely. it. Yeah, if you felt triggered by that conversation as well, anyone out there, very sorry for that. Um, just kind of popped up. Um, yeah. But I feel like 
like any topic, we need to have conversations about it. Yeah. I think I'm pronouncing the word right. It is um, from Siobhan uh, Borealis. Borealis. I just, that is her last name to me now. I do it for fun. If it's a triggering question, then let's call her Siobhana, because she doesn't like that. Siobhana. Well, actually, um, let's hear the question first before I start I think shitting it, on it her. Is, it's, I think it is a triggering question. Is it about the minstrel shows? <laughs> is it? Oh, she's, yes! How did you know that? Because she sent me a picture of her asking it, but I thought it was a joke. <gasps> ask her. So ask the question. Ask her about what she knows about minstrel shows. Is that how you say it? Minstrel? I don't know how you minstrel? say it. I've only, um, I don't know. Um, Siobhan's only recently told me about this because we were actually talking about something which is an interesting topic of conversation because we were talking about the correlation of blackface to drag and the fact that, you know, drag originally was, was like men dressing up as women and <gasps> similar but not with the same... <laughs> My brain similar, just, but, I know where you're going. Yeah, similar but wow. not with the same, like, connotations to... I, definitely, I don't think it's any way the same. But, yeah, and so that's, that, that wow. is one of the reasons why I personally um, support and love to support female-identifying or non-binary-identifying people within the yep. drag community because... They can be thrown aside by some people. Minstrel? Minstrel shows minstrel are... Minstrel show, um, if anyone listening doesn't know what it is. Um, from what Siobhan has told me. Blame Siobhan From what I Googled just before this when she Did asked you? me the question, because I was like, what is that? No, I didn't know what the term... I didn't know right, what it was called. Yeah. Um, it was a show that was made a full blackface cast and yes. solely to harm black people. Apparently it wasn't only white actors. Apparently there were black performers who would perform in those shows because it would give them a stable income, but they were, they were deteriorating. Yeah. yeah. I mean, blackface is still used. The Royal New Zealand Ballet pride themselves on one of their blackface performances. <gasps> um, it's on... They had, like, a rotating, like, imagery video at one yeah. of their shows, and it was going through all their different shows that they've had, and there's, like, pictures used of blackface characters. They kept those in. And they kept those in. This oh, is last year, 2018. This, yeah. Which I was not a fan of. No. Yeah, yeah if something I... hurts people, don't do yeah. it. <laughs> anyway, so that's uh, about minstrel shows. Well, Lady Lay. Isn't there a third question? Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm, like, oh my God. I'm like waiting for like... Uh, oh, my God. Question. I left the last one to last because I feel like after like that and then that, this is like a good one. Oh, is it a on. good one? Okay. It's like a funny, lighthearted one. I don't know what the context is, but I'm sure you do. Oh, no. I'm gonna, okay, so, what if it's bad? Okay, so with Siobhan's question, I said Siobhan and you knew what the question was going to be. Yes. I am going to do it the opposite way now. Okay. And I'm going to say the question mm. and you're probably... If it's an in-joke, you'll probably know who it is. Right. Okay. Lady Lay, could you pour a can of cold asparagus on someone's head? Who would it be if you could? Oh, no, that's not a personal joke. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know who said that. If you could pour, who would it be? Milo Yulinopoulos. Nimbinopoulos Kuss. No. I don't know how to say his name, no, but he's a either, cunt. But he's a cunt. He's yeah. a homophobic. He's an internally He's a homophobic homo. homo. It's, it's, it's externalised homophobia. Oh, exter oh. He's a politician. He's, he's a politician telling everyone he's gay, to, yeah. but he's a homophobe. Yeah, he's like, don't oh. let the gays marry, blah, blah, blah. I, whole, I actually whole know some gays like that, to be honest. Yeah. It's kind of popping out, isn't it? After yeah. recent events in the Auckland Pride. Um... <laughs> 
so that's who you'd pour it on. Uh, the question was from uh, Keegan, by the way. Oh, yeah, no, not a personal joke. Uh, no, no, I don't get it. <laughs> Maybe, I mean, I've or, never or, had a can of asparaguses either. Who are you? Oh my god. Okay, well, thank you so much for being here. Thank I think you this for is having amazing. Me. Thanks, guys, for listening. If you enjoyed what she had to say, Miss Lady Lay, follow her away. Slay every day. Oh, great. Follow me at It's Lady Lay on Instagram and Facebook. All right. Uh, thanks so much for listening, everyone. Until next time, I've been Miss Gina. Thanks for listening to the new uh, revisited uh, Ribbon Tie Dreams podcast. Blessed be. Blessed be.